If you've been going around the good old internet looking for the right podcast to fulfill your New York Yankees needs, well, I'll be the first to deliver the good news to you. You have found it. Here on Yapping Yankees with me, your host, Mike Scudero, you and I will be discussing the latest news, takes, and talk throughout the entire Yankee universe. Oh, and there may be some ranting on my behalf. Yeah. Anyway, what do you say we get to it? Let's get to yapping! Good afternoon to my fellow Yankee fans, and welcome to episode 40 of Yapping Yankees, where we yap about the Yanks and nothing but the Yanks. As always, I am your host, Mike Scudero, here on this Sunday, March 29th, 2020. Let's get things started by, as always, giving our shout-out to the Team Left Jab United Radio Network, as well as Grunt Talks MLB. First up, as always, Team Left Jab. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Be sure to go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, you name it, the list goes on. Be sure to check out Team Left Jab, guys. And our other shout-out goes to Grunt Talks MLB. They're being kind enough to help continue to grow this podcast by featuring Yapping Yankees on their website and expanding their options for sports content on their platform as well. So be sure to check out Grunt Talks MLB. Be sure to visit their website, grunttalksmlb.com, to see all of their sports content, including Yapping Yankees. Be sure to also follow those behind the website, my friend Darren on Twitter, at YankeesReport28, as well as the baseball chick, Samantha, at Ziggy89X. Special thanks to Darren and Grunt Talks MLB for joining in on the growth of Yapping Yankees. Episode 40, guys. I know these are difficult times with everything going on in the world, and I've spoken about it a lot in the last two episodes, so I won't do too much repeating right now. We'll be talking about it all a bit later when we talk about news anyway. But also the fact that when it comes to baseball, what would have been opening day, Thursday, March 26th, came and went. So obviously that wasn't too much fun to think about at the time. But aside from that, despite the tough times it's been taking place, and it's still exciting for me that this is episode 40 of Yapping Yankees. As many of you know, I recorded the very first episode about 10 months ago after I graduated college. And other than missing just a Sunday or two since then... For good reason those times. I've released a new episode every week, and I've had so much fun doing this. There aren't enough words in the English language to tell you how much I love the Yankees and baseball overall. And I have a blast expressing that to you every weekend through this podcast, and obviously also on my social medias. I'll do a quick social media plug now that I mention them. Follow my Facebook fan page at Mike Scudero NY, my Twitter at Mike Scudero, and my Instagram, MikeScuds97. Nothing like a shameless plug. But again, guys, I just did want to quickly acknowledge that it is episode 40. And I'll try to think of something cool once episode 50 comes around. A nice little thing to do. But I'm so happy we're at episode 40. Every episode has been so enjoyable for me, and I hope it's been the same for you. And I know I do it often, so I'm sorry if it sounds beyond redundant at this point, but I always want to thank you, the listener. I do it at the end of every single episode. I can't stress it enough. Without you, us content producers would not be nearly as motivated as we are to constantly churn out content. Of course, our content, although it is work and lots of effort put in, is tons of fun to do. But any content producer or creator will tell you that it makes it that much more fun when you have a good listenership and a great deal of support, which so many of you give me on the regular. 
I've gotten more positive feedback about this show than I could have ever dreamed of, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. You've been so supportive to me, and it helps me even more to keep pressing on and enjoy doing this as much as I do. And I'm so glad at how far we've come since episode one. So many things have happened in the time of this show, and it's made the episodes even better. From the way the season went last year, to the way things ended, to the Yanks signing Cole, to the cheating scandals, and now everything happening in these crazy times, and even more things that are probably escaping me right now. But the point is, it makes matters even better for shows when crazy times strike our world of baseball, and our world in general, like right now. As I've said, we've come a long way, and I say we because we're a team. Me and you, the listeners and supporters of this show. That's how it is. We've come a long way, and we'll continue doing so. Time flies. It really, really does. Episode 40 already. I really can't believe it. But we've got things to do as always. So let's get going with episode 40, shall we? Let's get to our poll segment. And then after that, we'll discuss some Yankees news and MLB news from this past week as we usually do. Sound good? All right, let's do it. So for this week's poll, I wanted to get your thoughts on when exactly you think this season will start, or if you even think it will. Obviously, the start to the 2020 season is on hold, as are the seasons of many other sports, basketball and hockey being two of many, who were literally at the end of their season and just had to hit the pause button. And I know there's no definitive timetable on these things, as I said the past two episodes, but I thought I'd just hear your guesses and predictions based on the current ordeal in the world with the coronavirus. So here's this week's question. We'll start on Twitter as we normally do, and then we'll go to Instagram afterwards. The question is, quite simply put, when do you think baseball will begin activity again? And of course, leave a comment in the replies with your thoughts to this poll for a shout out on the podcast. So there were four choices. And of course, when we get to Instagram later, you'll see that I had to put those four choices into two as I usually do for the polls on Instagram. But here were the four choices on Twitter. The first choice was mid to late May, which of course right now, after the announcement that baseball was going to remain inactive for at least another two months, that put it at the earliest possibility, mid to late May. So of course that first choice is the earliest option, mid to late May. The second choice is June. The third choice is July. And the fourth choice is 2021. So more or less you're saying that I don't think this season is going to start at all and we're just going to wait until next year for the 2021 season. So no season at all in 2020. And here were the results of the poll. Of the four choices, with 40% of the vote, the choice of June was victorious over all others. 40% of you, of the hundreds and hundreds of you that voted, voted that you think the season's going to start in June. Then in second place, with 23% of the vote, was July. In third place was the choice of 2021, with 21% of you saying that you don't think this season's going to happen at all, and we're just going to end up waiting until 2021, which, God, I hope that does not happen. (laughs) And then in fourth place, and finally, with 16% of the vote, was mid to late May, which, again, is basically the earliest possibility for baseball activity to begin again for the 2020 season to eventually start. So, again, most of you, with 40% of the vote, voted that you believe it'll start in June. So let's get right on to those replies. We'll start out with at BlackRebirth52. My good friend James Celestin on Twitter says, I'm thinking either May or June 1st. Anything later than that puts the season getting started in jeopardy. The main thing is to have this virus under control, lift the travel ban, and make sure the players, coaches, and front office stay in good health first before anything. Well, yeah, obviously, listen, the top priority, no matter how much we talk about how sad it was at opening day or what was supposed to be opening day, had came and went on the 26th and how much we want baseball to start soon, of course. The number one priority is to make sure everyone is in good health and everybody is safe, travel ban is lifted, and everything just returns to normal. That is the top priority. No one's arguing that. 
But yeah, James, you're absolutely right about the priorities. And as far as starting in mid-May, which sounds like it's the earliest possibility, from your lips to God's ears, man. Let's hope that it could happen that soon. Then we have at Tegan Graham 23 says, well, the Players Association agreed that they aren't playing games if there's a limit on fans. With that said, I think it's going to be at least two months before that happens. China is declining and Italy is leveling off as we speak. We are about two to three weeks behind them to level off. Well, I don't know exactly how much time we're behind them, but as far as the Players Association, I mean, I know what they say is a big outcome on what actually happens, but let's just say that as far as the Players Association is concerned, both I and many others have not been their biggest fans because of obvious reasons that you can probably think of. <coughs> Improper punishment. <coughs> Sorry, had a little cough there. But regardless, not really too big of a fan of anything they have to say. And when it comes to how far behind we are from leveling off as opposed to other countries, I mean, China had their approach towards this. Italy's having their approach. And trust me, it's not pretty over there because I have a lot of friends and family in Italy and they're really having a tough time with this. They've had a lot of people die and a lot of people are scared over there. It's not a good situation over there, but I don't know how far behind we are with them or other countries with leveling off, but again, I just hope it happens sooner rather than later, of course, because this is just crazy what's going on in the world right now. At MountainGal456 says, 2021, and I hope I am dead wrong. Quite simply put, Tina, I hope you're dead wrong too. <laughs> At Laker477, my feeling is that training camps will start up again in late May, and the season will finally start the first week of June. Yeah, I think that's fair because, of course, when they start up, after all this time off, I don't want to say that the spring training that they did for two weeks is totally meaningless, but with all the time that they have off, they're going to have to warm up again, right? <laughs> they're going to have to have some sort of spring training to prepare again for the season. So that's true. They'll probably have to just kick up with training again for a little bit just to get ready. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, they'll start up with the regular season. Again, as I've said, though, regardless of what happens, we're going to see something we haven't seen before. And it's going to be bizarre, both with how they start the season and with what happens with the season and postseason themselves. It's just going to be crazy. At Peace Now for Life says, I say June, late June, with some exhibition games mid-month. Just hoping for that because I miss baseball so much. Uh, I miss it too. I miss it too. At V and on app says, spring training in May, season starts in June. Book it now. I'll see y'all at stands. <laughs> all right, fair enough. At Laura underscore Icemont says, if all goes well, and I'm praying it does, spring training will probably resume in May, and then the season itself will start in early June. So we've heard that choice a couple of times already, and I hope it starts that soon from your lips to God's ears again. Up next is my girlfriend at Vic Salimo says, I say June because if I said May and it doesn't start in May, I'll be disappointed. So I'm giving myself more time. <laughs> that is completely fair. Don't want to set yourself up for unnecessary disappointment. At Leslie Teston says, my early thoughts, 2021, but we as a country have to move forward and the business of baseball has to continue for it to survive. Once we're in the clear and things calm down, and it will, MLB will get back rolling as soon as possible. All-Star Games slash season start is a reasonable goal. Well, it is, and I hope it does happen sooner rather than later, because you're right about the business aspect. It does have to keep on rolling, and it has to continue for it to survive, so I hope it happens sooner rather than later, like you, Leslie. I, I agree. At EdNYC73 says, I'm thinking June. Okay. A few others have said June that they think that that's a safe choice, so we'll see what happens. At Marsha Nicholas says, any day before that would be fabulous. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> that goes without saying. At Java 31 says, until the medical community gets a grasp on things. Well, yeah, that's the point. 
And I told Jobber that, and I said, that really is the sense. It's just giving me your predictions on when you think that'll be. And then he went out to say May or June. So again, another optimist, sooner rather than later. At official 52011 says June. All right, another June choice. At James Yankee says the next two to three weeks are very important. And yeah, it is because the more time that goes along, the more we have to see the country's approach to this overall and see just how much closer we are or how much work still needs to be done in order to return to some sense of normalcy in the country so everything could start back up again. Then we had at Amy Jean A. Combs says, ideally, I would like to have it start in June or July, but realistically, it will probably be next year. Well, Amy, I hate to be rude, but as I said to others who said that choice, I hope you're wrong. (laughs) At DB Yankees, one says, regrettably, I voted 2021. If they do play this year, there will be no fans in the stands. It sucks. Well, this goes back to the issue about how people feel about there being no fans in the stands during games. And I don't want to reference another company altogether with this, but the WWE has been doing their shows every week on Raw, SmackDown, and they're even doing WrestleMania, or at least they still have plans to do it unless they postpone, which they should, but... That's another discussion altogether. Let's stick with baseball. But I'm just referencing WWE because they have, in fact, been doing their shows without a crowd. And that's in a business where crowd reactions are so vital. And if you're to do it in baseball, honestly, I really wouldn't mind because not only is it working in other promotions like wrestling, but honestly, I would rather just have the sport back than nothing, even if the stands are empty. That's my personal opinion on it. No fans in the stands for me personally is better than nothing at all. And I just hope to see some baseball this year. No fans or fans, regardless. That's just how I feel about it. So if they have to do this thing eventually just to get some baseball in without fans being there, which again, Tegan referenced before how the Players Association does not want to go down that route. But again, I don't really care what they say. I know you have to care what they say because what they say holds value to what happens, obviously. But I'm just speaking from my personal opinion. I don't really care what they have to say. And I'd rather have baseball than nothing, whether it's with fans or without fans. So if they got to do it without fans, so be it. It is what it is. At Darren Rossinger, one says next week. (laughs) Wow. Optimism if I ever heard it before. (laughs) At I can do the scar and says 2021. This virus isn't leaving anytime soon. I hope it does. I hope it leaves as soon as possible. At STM8569 says, in my opinion, this will lighten up by the end of April. Japan has already started up baseball games without fans. Yes, I'm being optimistic. Well, I'm not going to shoot you down for being optimistic. I I I like optimism. At Yankees, Lawrence says, June for late spring training games, but games will start in July. Well, again, better than nothing, but I, for one, hope that it's sooner than that. We'll see what happens, though. At Alan Dexter 2020 says, with this virus spreading like the wildfires of Australia and more tests becoming available, more people will be infected statewide, and I sincerely doubt that they will play by July. The World Health Organization stated no proof that warm weather will kill the virus. I live in Florida. We had over 80 degrees and more cases. Well, I mean, we'll have to see more and more as the weather continues to get warmer if that'll actually have an outcome on the virus. If it does, and it does slow it down or even potentially kill it, that'd be awesome. But as you said, there's been no proof to that so far. But all we can do is really hope. I just hope it goes away as soon as possible. Because not only do I just want baseball back, but I'd like for just life in general to resume without unbelievable paranoia. But again, time is just going to have to tell with most of these things. We're just going to have to wait and see and be patient. As I said last week, patience is key. Patience is key with this. As for Twitter, that's all for today with the replies. As always, thank you all for the poll interactions on there. Let's head on to Instagram before we wrap this segment up. 
Of course, the same question applies. When do you think baseball will begin activity again? And as I said earlier, since Instagram only allows its usual two choices for the Insta story polls, I had to minimize the four choices down to two choices. So here are the two choices for voting on Instagram. The first choice is May or June, and the second choice is July or 2021. The reason I put it for July or just cut it off there and just say next season, and obviously I did the same on Twitter, is that I feel any later than that, the season just really can't happen unless you cut more than half of it off, because if you start in August by then, look at the limited time you have to wrap up by the time mid to late November comes around, because I know that they did say that they'd be willing to push the postseason back into maybe like mid-November, maybe late November, but that's really the most. So if it doesn't start until August, that's really mostly impossible if you think about it. So that's why I really had July as the cutoff, more or less. I could be wrong. We'll see what they end up going with, but that was just how I felt about it and the choices that I wanted to include in the poll. So again, the two choices for Instagram, May or June, was one, and the second choice was July or 2021. And this one, it seems optimism for as soon as possible, reign victorious, because the choice of May or June won by 60% against the 40% of people who voted July or 2021. So again, the choice of May or June won, 60% of the Instagram voters voted for that, and 40% voted for July or 2021. And we have a couple of replies to get to on Instagram as well. We'll start off first with my mom, Julia Gina Scudero says, I pray for this year, man, I miss baseball. You are not alone, Mom. I miss it to death as well. Now, although he already replied on Twitter as well, he's a good friend of mine and a very, very loyal listener and supporter to the podcast, so he definitely deserves two shout-outs as he also replied on Instagram. My good friend James Celestin on Twitter, on Instagram, he's thedarknight025, says June 1st. I think that's reasonable. All right, James. Well, you said a similar thing on Twitter as well, and I thank you for replying on both platforms. You certainly deserve two shout-outs, my man. Then lastly, we had Capture00 says July 1st. So we had a choice for July. I assume he was one of the 40% who voted for that choice on Instagram. So with that said, those are this week's replies for the poll on Twitter and Instagram. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for taking a little time out of your day to join in on the Yapping Yankees fun with the polls. You know I greatly appreciate all of your interactions. So now that the poll segment's done, let's talk about a couple of things in Yankees news. Let's keep the ball rolling here on episode 40 of Yapping Yankees. First up here in Yankees news, although there's no action in baseball right now, of course, the Yankees did make some roster moves on Thursday. They optioned infielder Thyro Estrada, right-handed pitcher Ben Heller, and right-handed pitcher Michael King to AAA Scranton Wilkes-Barre, and they optioned right-handed pitcher Davey Garcia to AA Trenton. Now, we don't know what's going to happen by the time things start back up in baseball, or if they will in 2020, which obviously we hope they do, but if they do, and we do have a season, remember... By the time they start back up, certain injured players may be ready to go. Stanton and Judge for the outfield to name two off the bat, but when it comes to the starting rotation in particularly, they've optioned two potential choices now for the fifth spot in the rotation in Michael King and Davey Garcia. King to AAA and Garcia to AA. And whether or not this stays this way when things start back up, or if these moves mean much to you when there's nothing really going on, I do believe Pax is going to be ready if they're to start in June, for instance. In that case, as we've mentioned in prior episodes recently too, you won't need to choose from the kids for the rotation at that point. King was lots of people's favorite. Clark Schmidt was others' favorite. Lots of people liked Garcia too, despite him being inconsistent at times, but admiring his good stuff still. And some people, as you've probably heard, were even considering Loisaga to get another shot. And we've addressed that on this podcast. But again, if Pax is ready, you have Cole, Tanaka, Paxton, Hap, and Montgomery. There's my five if I'm in charge of things. 
And of course, if anything is to happen injury-wise down the road from there, which is definitely possible, this is the Yanks we're talking about, then you put in one of those kids, maybe. But we'll see. I personally thought it interesting to revive this discussion briefly, as long as they did make those roster moves, particularly with the prior potential fifth spot choices in Michael King and Davey Garcia, but we'll see how it plays out if and when things get going again. Now, in other Yankees news, a little bit of lighthearted content here, the Yanks released a video of multiple players reassuring us that the season will start and that they'll see us again. They also spoke about how important it is to stay safe and make our sacrifices like staying home as much as possible for the time being so we can obviously stop the spread of this damn virus, telling everyone to stay strong and patient, and it was just a really nice video. At this point, it's just a breath of fresh air when we see or hear from the guys in any capacity, truly. So it was just a really nice video to watch, and I wanted to play the video clip for you here on the show to take a listen to what the boys themselves had to say in case you didn't hear it. Obviously, the credit goes to the New York Yankees. This was released on their social medias, and I got this clip from their Twitter. And I figured when we're in such short supply of our beloved team these days, you'd want to hear them in this clip if you haven't already. And well, if you did, I doubt you'd turn away from it anyway. So here we go. The one minute clip the New York Yankees released across all of their social medias for the fans. Take a listen. Hey guys, it's DJ. Hey fans, uh, Mike Ford here. Mike Talkman here, my quarantine buddy, Coda. I hope everybody's staying safe out there. I hope you're hanging in there during this tough time. We're all thinking about you guys. We can't do this without you. Just make sure you guys are staying safe, taking the necessary precautions. Hello, fam, this is Miguel Andujar. Stay at home, please. I know there's no baseball right now, but I really think it's important that we use this time to get stronger together. Be positive, uh, be patient. Just wrote this song to help everyone cope. Hold the line. Baseball is always on time. That's all I got so far, so hope everyone stays safe. Obviously, special shout out to our healthcare workers who are working so hard. The better we can bring our strength and patience together to ride this out, the sooner it'll pass. I just want everyone to stay safe and be smart out there. We'll get back to normal soon. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and hang in there. Side note, I'll take care of the beer before the season comes back. Stay strong. I'll give a little rundown of the Yankees who appeared in that video in case you guys were curious. I know some of them announced themselves, but others didn't. So here's a list of those who appeared in the video. DJ LeMayhew, Mike Ford, Mike Talkman, Jonathan Holder, Giancarlo Stanton, Clint Frazier, Tyler Wade, Miguel Andujar, Adam Adovino, Luis Severino, Kyle Higashioka, that's the one who was singing that song, by the way, and last but not least, James Paxton. Some of the guys spoke more than once, but those were all of the players who appeared in that cool little video they put together for the fans. If you guys want to see the video itself visually, head to the New York Yankees Twitter page. It was posted on March 25th, so if you go to the post from that day, which was Wednesday, you'll find it. But I hope you like that. Quick little side note too, I also saw someone in the comments of the tweet with this video in it saying Giancarlo sounds like The Rock, and that is frighteningly accurate. <laughs> it really is. So I thought that was a little funny comment to say. And yes, I definitely agree with the boys giving a shout out to the healthcare workers, law enforcement, and all of those helping with this virus head on, on the front lines for being so brave and doing everything they're doing for us. No doubt. Best of luck to all of those guys, every one of you. And thank you, truly, from the bottom of our hearts. Now, before we wrap episode 40 up neatly with a bow, we do have some general MLB news to talk about that was mentioned throughout the week. Important things to either just mention or open up some discussion about, so let's dive right in. We'll start things off in MLB news with a quick announcement regarding the investigation into the Red Sox. The league announced this past week that the investigation is all wrapped up and done with, and will be getting the results of their findings and any potential punishments that come with them before the season starts, whenever that may be, as you know. 
Now, I don't doubt that their findings would have been released some time ago, if not for all the craziness going on right now, but we've all been waiting for this for a while now, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see how soon after the coronavirus ordeal that they released their report. But I did just want to tell you about the league saying this, since this continues to loom in the background, and now that they've given us a brief update, I thought I'd just mention it here on the podcast, since I know... So many people are just eager to hear this damn report about the Red Sox investigation already, so I thought I would mention it. Another piece of MLB news is that Manfred on Wednesday assured everyone in an ESPN interview that baseball will definitely be back. This was really his first time speaking publicly since March 12th when spring training was stopped or suspended. And this is obviously reassuring despite how many of us feel about Manfred after, oh, shall we say, how certain events played out in recent months? (laughs) Is that safe to say? But it's good to hear this nonetheless. Also, despite reports in the past week saying how much the league still wants to fit in 162 games, and we did speak about that here in the podcast, as you know, how certain sources were saying that the league was really trying hard to still brainstorm ways to fit in all 162 games into the schedule, whether it be instilling doubleheaders or moving certain games to other portions of the schedule and figuring out what to do with them and when. Manfred himself did go on to say that 162 games is probably not happening now. Now, he did say probably, so don't rule it out altogether. It could still happen, but he said it probably won't. He went a bit more in depth about some of the possibilities. Now, don't take any of these as definite outcomes. Right now, they just seem to be possible approaches they'll take. Manfred does want to see a quote-unquote credible number of games played should the regular season happen. How many games would be enough for him? Manfred wouldn't say. He said, quote, the exact number that we'll see as reasonable is going to depend on when we get the go-ahead to play. I don't have some absolute number in my mind that's a make or break. I think we have to evaluate the situation. I also think that we need to be creative in terms of what the schedule looks like and what the postseason format looks like. Obviously, our fans love a 162-game season and the postseason format that we have. We're probably not going to be able to do that this year. I think that's clear. It gives an opportunity to do some things, to experiment, and to make sure we provide as many games as possible and as entertaining of a product as possible, end quote. And with that discussion of experimenting, the whole 14 teams in the postseason format resurfaced again as a possibility to actually happen possibly this year even, instead of in a couple of years in 2022 as originally proposed. And I already gave my opinion on that whole situation and how I dislike it and my reasoning for disliking it on a prior episode, although I can't remember exactly which episode specifically. If any of you are interested in which episode I specifically discuss that proposed playoff format, let me know and I'll find it for you and I'll get back to you. But otherwise, I'm not going to repeat myself and waste time on this episode. And since it's not a certainty, I'm not going to blow a gasket over it like I did in that episode when I was discussing my feelings towards the matter, but I'll just say that I pray that they don't do that. I mean, right now, I would say we're already seeing more than our fair share of things we've never seen before, and I don't see a need to really stockpile on that unnecessarily. I just don't. I know in their mind, it's a potential route to go down to add something else onto the big pile of things we've never seen before and to potentially add excitement to the game. But if you want to add excitement to the game, this is not a way to do it, especially not in these times, I don't think. I think that's just another unnecessary addition on top of all the things that we've already had to endure. And I think a lot of fans like myself just want the game back the way that it is. And right now, all experiments could be put on hold. I know the other side of this is that, hey, we've already seen things we've never seen before. Why don't we just add this in? And since it's a shorter season, adding more games into the postseason could be a way to make up for what we've missed. And more teams can get a crack at the playoffs. I get why people would have that logic. Me personally, adding more unnecessary things... 
onto a year where we've already had to deal with everything we've had to is just unnecessary. I just want the sport back. Save that for years down the road. Or better yet, don't do it. How about that? <laughs> Plus, in a time where all eyes are going to be on baseball anyway, if they're to start back up, about putting together a reasonable, modified regular season and postseason schedule, it's pretty unnecessary to have to worry about incorporating this brand new format in an already modified schedule and possibly just make things worse or weirder than they already are. So let's just not. All right. But we'll see what they do go with. And again, all of what Manfred mentioned depends on time and when everything will start up again. Now, here's something else I wanted to talk about. On Friday, John Heyman took to Twitter to talk about what could be ahead. And take this for what you will. Some of his tweet is info we already know or speculated on. But he tweeted, quote, best case would be late May start. Hope is still for about 140 games. Regular season would go into mid-October. Changes to add games would include doubleheaders, fewer off days, and expanded rosters, end quote. Now, again, we already know about the mid to late May best case scenario. We've spoken about that a lot. And the regular season being pushed back more, we know is a possibility. So some of this stuff is somewhat repeated. And we do know from what people have discussed and what we've discussed here on Yapping Yankees, too, that they could have thrown around the idea of instilling regularly scheduled doubleheaders to squeeze games in. So that would be interesting, of course, as we've said. And some potentially new info, too, being the fewer days off and expanded rosters. We haven't really speculated on that before. So again, these things are not certain, as it all depends on when things start up again, but it's fun to sort of just throw these different potential outcomes out there, as this situation is something we just haven't seen before. I, for one, eagerly await the certain results of what the league chooses to do when things become clearer. And as I've said on recent prior episodes, it's all going to be something we haven't seen. I know of prior seasons that have been shorter because of strikes, people are quick to mention 1981 or 1994 going into 1995, but this is because of something out of our control, of course, a global pandemic, and with the craziness that's resulted from all of it, and the uncertainty these last couple of weeks, it's something we haven't seen before, so strap yourselves in, it ought to be interesting going forward. And lastly for today, as I would hope you know, March 26th, as I mentioned at the start of this show, did pass us by this past week, Thursday. It would have been opening day, the Yanks would have started the season against the Orioles in Baltimore, and despite everyone, including myself, being sad as you can probably imagine. And we're not downplaying our current situation right now, by the way. I saw that ridiculous take on Twitter that anyone who's sad about opening day not being on the 26th needs to get their priorities straight and be thankful we're not dead from the virus. Yeah, I never downplayed anything. But it goes without saying that I'm glad I'm not in the shoes of those who have tragically lost their lives, and I feel awful for those people and their families, as I'm sure others do as well, but we're not allowed to be a little sad about the original opening day date of March 26th coming and going with no baseball? Do me a favor and let us miss our beloved game while we also obviously understand the dire situation people are in. We're allowed to miss baseball and still have our priorities straight. Be quiet. But anyway, sorry for that little tangent. I just wanted to let that out quick. But, as I was saying, despite millions, including myself, being sad about March 26th, Rob Manfred and various players like Judge and Trout took to social media to write nice things to the fans and about the game in general and how they'll see us soon and things like that with hashtags like hashtag opening day online and hashtag opening day at home going around. I like that stuff. It spreads good feeling in these tough times when positivity can be hard to come by, so that was really nice. It was like the day the Yankees released that video I played the audio from earlier. Just positivity, which again, the world is sorely lacking right now. 
Judge Trout and others did this through social media posts. And Manfred also wrote a letter out to the baseball community on what was supposed to be opening day on March 26th. I'll read you Manfred's letter right now in case you're interested. So this was Rob's letter. Dear baseball fans, opening day holds an important place in our hearts. It signifies the arrival of spring, the promise of new beginnings, the return of following your favorite team on a long journey filled with twists and turns, and the hope that your team will put together a magical season you will remember forever. Today is unlike any opening day in Major League Baseball's long history. We need to call on the optimism that is synonymous with opening day and the unflinching determination required to navigate an entire baseball season to help us through the challenging situation currently facing us all. We can do this together by following the direction of our public health experts and government officials to collectively address this global pandemic. Baseball will return just as soon as it's safe to do so. You can find helpful information at MLB.com slash COVID-19 resources. I'm proud of how the baseball community has rallied to respond to this unprecedented challenge. In a short period of time, under difficult and rapidly changing circumstances, we have met the needs of minor league players by creating a level of uniform compensation for them, made a $1 million joint donation with the MLBPA to Feeding America and Meals on Wheels America, and our clubs have committed $30 million to ballpark employees. In addition, we will be shining a light on worthy charities that are involved with the COVID-19 response. If you're able to help, you can make contributions to these organizations at MLB.com give. While we aren't on the field today, there will still be plenty of baseball for you to watch. In addition to programming on MLB Network, ESPN2, and Fox Sports 1, we have made thousands of games available for free to you throughout MLB.com, MLB.tv, and MLB's YouTube accounts. We're also hosting opening day at home, a selection of 30 memorable games, one for each club, that you can enjoy today across MLB's digital platforms. While we wait for players to take the field, I hope this brings us together as fans and engages us in conversation through social media. Throughout our history, baseball's helped us get through tough times. Baseball will continue to be here for you as we face these challenges together as a community, and we look forward to when we can safely get back on the field and hear the words, play ball. Stay safe and healthy, Rob. Well, I'll say right now, despite my personal opinion about Rob with certain things that have happened in recent months, this is very sweet and lighthearted sentiment that I appreciate as a fan starving for sports, baseball especially, to finally return when it's safe. But as for now, that's all for episode 40 of Yapping Yankees. One last shout out to Team Left Jab and Grunt Talks MLB. First up, Team Left Jab. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Be sure to go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their great sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, iHeart, you name it, the list goes on absolutely everywhere. Be sure to check out Team Left Jab guys. And our other shout out goes to Grunt Talks MLB. They're being kind enough to help continue to grow this podcast by featuring Yapping Yankees on their website and expanding their options for sports content on their platforms as well. So be sure to check out Grunt Talks MLB. Be sure to also visit their website, grunttalksmlb.com to see all of their sports content, including Yapping Yankees. Be sure to also follow those behind the website. My friend Darren on Twitter, at YankeesReport28, as well as the baseball chick, Samantha, at Ziggy89X. Special thanks to Darren and Grunt Talks MLB for joining in on the growth of Yapping Yankees. And definitely be sure, guys, to go check them out because Grunt Talks MLB is growing really fast and I could not be happier for them. 
Also, while you're at it, be sure to go follow me on all social medias as well. You can find my Facebook fan page at Mike Scudero NY. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, which is the social media platform that I am most disgustingly active on, at Mike Scudero. And be sure to follow me on Instagram as well, at Mike Scuds. 97. And I also don't want to forget to tip my cap as I do every week to you, the listener. Whether you just listen or give feedback on the show, vote or reply on the polls, interact with me personally about the Yankees, support me and the podcast and show love on social media, whatever it is you do to show your love and support, I tip my cap to you and remind you just how much I appreciate your believing in me every single day. Thank you. I hope you SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify listeners enjoyed as well, as well as you YouTubers out there. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on the Yapping Yankees YouTube channel and listen to the past Yapping Yankees episodes. Episodes 34 up to this one, episode 40, are available on YouTube, and episodes 33 all the way back to episode 1 are available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Once again, thank you 3000 for listening. I'm Mike Scudero, and I'll talk to you next Sunday, April 5th, when I come at you with episode 41 of Yapping Yankees. Until then, hang in there, continue to be patient, and be safe. Hopefully things could be different by next week, or at least something could change for the better, regardless of how minor or major it is. But as I've been saying, we'll get through this regardless. Have a good week, and take care. (laughs) 